Well, like you concentrate on what you're doing. You do not concentrate what happened while you've been serving like overseas, uh, Afghanistan or uh, being in Rwanda or in Bosnia, whatever the situation you were at that time. So that doesn't, your memory doesn't go back to there. This stays focused on the task on hand. And by t being focused on the, ta the task on hand, actually help out to mellow out and just to actually get your concentration back and just, you know, relax yourself. And if you keep, keep doing it, when you actually feel some stress, you just go back on the, on the vice and put a hook and put some feathers together. And, you know, just by the fact of concentrating, concentrating the, on the task that you want to do, it does help. Welcome to the Fly Fishing 97 podcast, featuring interviews with passionate people within the fly fishing industry. We focus on guides, conservation, resort managers, gear, and talented fly tires bringing usable information to fly fishers. The Fly Fishing 97 podcast is brought to you by The Fly Crate. Theflycrate.com is your source for all things fly fishing. The Fly Crate offers a monthly fly club. We select patterns every month for your home waters. With membership, you'll receive flies created to match the hatch in your area, along with the Fly Crate's guide magazine, the convenience of having flies delivered right to your door, some sweet stickers. Discover new patterns and start stocking your fly boxes now. Theflycrate.com Here's your host, Mark Hopley. Welcome to this edition of the Fly Fishing 97 podcast. Today, we're really pleased to welcome to the program Gervais Jeffrey. Now, Gervais is with Heroes Mending on the Fly Canada out of Rockland, Ontario, at least uh, Gervais is. Thanks for coming on the program tonight, Gervais. Appreciate it. Well, thank you very much for inviting me. Oh, we really appreciate it. We kind of connected on Facebook a little bit and uh, saw you guys were up to some pretty interesting things and We'll get into that Heroes Mending on the Fly Canada in just a second. I just want to quickly kind of kick the show off. If you can tell us a little bit, uh, Gervais, how you got into fly fishing. Like, how did it all start for you? Well, it started many moons ago. I was about uh, six, seven years old when I started fly fishing. I Actually, I was actually uh, lucky enough to, to, do, uh, to learn early because my father was working in... Uh, for the uh, bishop down in uh, south uh, on the south shore of Quebec City, and the bishop is actually brought uh, used to br bring me to his camp, so with a couple other friends, and we used to go out fishing and camping and so on and so forth. But uh, at the camp at that time, he was not allowing us to use worms, so not catching much of fish. But he was actually fly fishing, so observing. So I decided to pick it up, and I've been fly fishing since then. So that's back in the 60s, basically. That's pretty cool. So have you had some, who would you say have been your biggest influences in your in your fly fishing kind of journey? Uh, that was uh, Bruno De Roche then, at that time. That's when he taught me to, uh, to fly fish. Where would you consider your home waters to be? My own waters? Yeah, like if you were to say, okay, this is where I spend most of my time fishing, um... What would you consider your home waters? Canada. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Basically, basically, I fish all over the place, all over Canada. So, so you spent a lot of know, time so, 
um, in the Ministry of Defense, I assume. And so you're probably doing a lot of traveling uh, when you were working with them, were you? Yes, I did. Uh, the only time I didn't actually do any fishing then during the time I was uh, attached to in Germany. But besides that, uh, or either on exercise sometime, like uh, major exercises, we didn't have time. But every time I had a chance to actually do some fly fishing, I used to go out and uh, bring the rods and uh, go on the water. doesn't matter where we were. If I had a chance, we'll did it. And I've done it. Yeah. No, that's great. So let's talk about Heroes Mending on the Fly Canada, if you don't mind. So tell us a little bit about the organization. Uh, I know you've recently had a name change. Maybe uh, you can start with that. Well, uh, we can start. Basically, Heroes Mending on the Fly is actually a transfer from uh, Project Indian Water Fly Fishing Canada. Uh, Project Indian Water Fly Fishing Canada started back in uh, 2009 in uh, Edmonton. In uh, Alberta, and uh, I got involved with that back in 2000, end of 2009, beginning of 2010. After I came back from Afghanistan, uh, I was uh, looking in to get some uh, fly rods for some of the youth, uh, for a youth program down in Quebec City, where I was attached posted. Then I got connected with uh, Mr. Kerry Pitt, who was what the program is, and many on fly fly fishing Canada is actually geared towards the soldiers that's actually uh, been uh, recently uh, been diagnosed with PTSD just to actually get them out of the house and uh, get them out to the basement and do something with them guys like uh, mm-hmm. bring them back bring them back to actually enjoy themselves and be in company with other uh, veterans with the same problem basically that's what we do we've been doing that I saw personally since 2010. Just curious, Gervais, so a lot of these um, veterans, uh, are they new to fly fishing, or is this something that they they um, have been doing for the most part? No, basically most of them, 95% of them, they will say they are new to it. Some actually did a little bit of fishing, like the regular fishing, like bait casting and stuff, but they never did fly fishing. A few did fly fishing, but uh, the... Like because they were in the military, they went through schools, and those, and so many reasons, the the uh, they left the, the fly fishing for quite a long time, and they want to be reconnected with it. That, that's what we do, and we get the, for the one who was actually did that before, we reconnect with, and for the one never done, we just actually teach them how to to fly fish. Uh, during the winter month, we actually give out the uh, we teach uh, flying tying as well, so. The, the flying time sessions are from uh, December up to uh, actually May. When the water, the soft water open season opens. So that's give us a large uh, time frame to do get those uh, guys busy, those guys busy. So we teach a flying time courses, uh, like the basic time and advanced time. We do uh, all kinds of flies from the trout flies, bass, pike, uh, saltwater flies. We teach. Uh, we take the uh, the soldiers, bring them into a groups. We teach them to uh, the basic flying time, starting with that, like the, the use of the tools and uh, how to uh, to decide what to do, the proportion of the flies. Then after that, we teach them to do trout flies, salmon flies, uh, bass, pike, whatever fly they need to, and they want to fish for. The, the type of fishing they want to do. 
Right. So that's actually during the, the, the winter time. And flying tying is actually good for them because when they actually do, do the, uh, the tying themselves, they concentrate on what they want to do. And that's helped them to forget their, uh, their PTSD. And also that's helped them to open up to other soldiers and start talking to, to others. If you are a veteran that is experiencing some uh, PTSD, um, how, how do they come to the program? Like, how do they look you up to begin with? Well, we go through different uh, very, uh, process uh, through, uh, like, the social worker on the base. Um, they are referred by uh, specialists from uh, the civil street if they do be on the civil street uh, doing the therapy. And also, with uh, they call it OSIS. It's uh, a center where when the retired soldiers actually get their services for uh, mental help and everything. So they, we got different places they are referred from to us. And also we leave flyers to different organizations, like the Legion, for instance. We leave flyers up there. Uh, that's Canada. That's another place that we get the veterans to come in there and uh, we get them uh, from them as well and we get various places mm-hmm. uh, word of mouth as well it works uh, very good and can you tell us your story how you came to be involved gervais with heroes mending on the fly canada yes like uh, yes i've been involved with uh, a program that was called then uh, project healing waters we were associated with the project healing waters in u.s under uh, memorandum of uh, understanding understanding sorry and uh, i started back in 2010 getting involved in uh, quebec city in uh, actually in valcartier i was still serving at that time and so having said that we get uh, like the social workers and uh, like the therapists so i actually set up a course and the first group came in we start uh, teaching once once a once afternoon per week then uh, that, w- that went pretty well and the, the following w- years we did the two session of flying time and in the spring we did the session of uh, flight casting and we took them out to for three days and in, uh, in uh, fishing during the in June so that's since actually I've been involved with that very involved with it since 2010 what maybe put in your words what is it about fly fishing, spending time on the water, or spending time at the uh, tying vice that helps with the PTSD? Well, like you concentrate on what you're doing. You do not mm-hmm. concentrate what happened while you've been serving, like overseas, uh, Afghanistan, or uh, being in Rwanda, or in Bosnia, whatever the situation w- you were at that time. So that doesn't your memory doesn't go back in there. This stays focused on the task on hand. And by being focused on the the task on hand, actually help out to mellow out and just to actually get your concentration back and just, you know, relax yourself. And if you keep keep doing it, when you actually feel some stress, you just go back on on the vise and put a hook and put some feathers together and you know, just by the fact of concentrating, concentrating the on the task that you want to do, 
it does help. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I I totally get what you're saying. I I find that even uh, myself when I you're so focused on what you're doing, kind of everything else falls away. So that's I, right. It's actually come up a lot on the program as kind of a form of therapy, and I I, I think a, a lot of us don't realize it is and do it anyway. If that makes sense. That's correct. Yes, it's not a, like. You know, you, you're within a group, for instance, all ex-military. You can actually tell story in between uh, yourself. And you know you relate to the story because because of your past, what you know about militaries and everything. And if you go, mm-hmm. if you go like uh, doing a course with uh, some civilian people, you won't be able to actually relax as much because if you do something or they will ask about questions that will bring bring you mem- bad memories like you know most of the people are curious oh like you know they see a military or a policeman did you kill somebody you know why well you know <laughs> this is not a question but some people will actually ask that question yeah it's it's a little uh, it's a pretty heavy question to go and ask somebody that's uh, just trying to relax yeah but it actually I witnesses some of those questions like in some places that we went and, uh, you know, and uh, just doing a presentation or something. And people know that you've been in the military, you've been in uh, in Afghanistan and said, or, so, okay, how was Afghanistan? Did you any, did you have any combat, blah, 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 you know? They think that uh, mm-hmm. looking in the James Bond movie or James Wayne movie back in the 50s, it's the same thing, you know? They don't realize what uh, you, you're going through. Right. So that's well said. And I, you know, I'm sure that's probably the reason why it's so nice to be surrounded with people that have gone through similar things. Right? right. I mean, that's, it's gotta be helpful. Yeah. And especially for those who actually didn't uh, like uh, release uh, because of their PTSD, they got hanger because, you know, they, they still want to serve, but the military said, well, you're not fit to serve. So we, we kick you out. So they, they, they got a, a sense of failure because they've been kicked out in the military because of their PTSD. So when they join us, they go they, they got the fellowship and the friendship that used to be in the military because every one of us have been in the military. And we know we know where they've been through, especially if, oh, I was combat engineers. Okay, we I know what the combat engineer does, but I won't ask them questions about their what they did on their jobs. Or, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, so on and so forth. So it all depends, you know, it's, that's a friendship, the camaraderie that they find back when they, especially the one they've been released and they don't have any touching points, you know, where to, to, to be in, within the, uh, the civilian life. Right. So we try to give them back. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, 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 yeah, I could see that really being helpful. And I mean, obviously Project Healing Waters stateside is, is a, is a huge organization and you guys are doing excellent work north of the border. Um, yeah. If somebody wants to get a hold of you specifically, Gervais, or what's the best way to go about doing that? Uh, the best place is actually go on uh, Facebook because, uh, Facebook, uh, on arrow mating on the fly and there will be, uh, like ask, you get asked to be uh, accepted as a member, and or send me a, through the Facebook. You send me a like an MP, and I'll answer back to you. 
Yeah. Well, I did. That's what I did. Yeah. And you got back to me and that's why we're having this conversation. I really appreciate it. And that's right. Yes. It's something I want to learn more about because, uh, I, I think it's amazing what you guys are doing. Um, no, actually, uh, that's what about the, the organizations about the getting the, the soldiers back on their feet, like especially like the especially the retired the young retired members. Mm-hmm. Uh, we try to get them to uh, like the, giving courses at the legion halls, uh, order, you know, where they actually can actually connect with other veterans. Uh, we if they don't want to be on the base, we don't go on base. Actually, we try to find places suitable for them to actually practice their the skills. Excellent. Yeah. So let's talk about your personal time on the water. Um, yeah. Maybe walk us through an ideal day for you on the water. What does that look like? Kind of what, what kind of water are you fishing? What species are you targeting? Just kind of describe a, in your mind a perfect day. Well, a perfect day for me will be like in a river. Like I love uh, river fishing. Either for trout, uh, like or walleye or salmon, you know, walking in, in the water, like feeling the, uh, the 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 water going through your in between your legs or the force of the water on your on your legs, uh, the sound of the water, and especially if it's really nice and sunny, I like to lay down on the side of uh, the river, like on the big rock or on the sand, and just relax and look. And then enjoy the peace and the tw- the, tra- the tranquility mm-hmm. of the, the the moment. Yeah, and that's actually resourcing. They kind of recharging your batteries. That's correct. Yes. Right. Like, yeah, that's most. That's I love fishing in, in the river. That's one of my best uh, time on fishing, on water. Uh, like uh, still water lakes and everything. I do it. It's not the same. Be on a boat, you know, you kind of, uh, sometimes you kind of uh, have to uh, just uh, travel around and do lots of searching and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. But when you get a good spot, then you enjoy it as well. Yeah, the river the river speaks to you, it sounds like. Yeah, exactly. The river speaks to me, yes. Have you got any crazy fish stories from your time on the water? I always like to ask our guests, okay, have you got anything weird or wonderful uh, in recent memory that's happened to you out there? Have, hooking a fish of lifetime and losing the the rod at the same time and slipping in the water. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it probably did happen to everybody. Tell us about that. Uh, yeah, well, so one time it's up and I was in Labrador. Uh, yeah, I was in Labrador with the, with a bunch of friends outside of uh, Goose Bay, about uh, an hour flight of uh, north of Goose Bay. We were just uh, wading in the river and uh, just, you know, fishing. I caught a big, nice uh, brookie and all excited and everything. I forgot I was in the river. I slept, fall in the, in the water and let go of the, the rod. And the rod is gone. The fish is gone. So I got no rods, no, no fish for three days. <laughs> so, and a sore ass. <laughs> Fair enough. If there's so, some, <laughs> that's funny. If, if there's something you could change about fly fishing, is there anything you'd like to see change in our sport, Gervais? Well, the sport is you make the sport as you want it to. You know, it's not uh, it's not the, the other people. You know, lots of other people. Well, they look at the fly fishing 
and they, they try to impress somebody, but the only thing that counts is for yourself. You don't fish for anybody else than yourself. When you go in the water, you're all by yourself. doesn't matter if there's 20 other people around. I'm all by myself. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, basically, it's, it all depends who, who you are and how you do it. It's, you know, other people may say, oh, well, I will change this and that. I, I, I'm the, I don't care. I'm happy with what I have, and I don't go get the top of the line uh, fly rod at five thousand dollars per. I don't care about that myself personally. As long as I got a good rod and good reel, and good friends, good laugh. Yeah, and I, I'm happy with that. That's well said, Gervais. If you're uh, in in and around Rockland, Ontario, and you're looking to go um, chat fly fishing with the buddies. Is there a local hangout as far as a fly shop or a coffee shop where you go to kind of immerse yourself in fly fishing? Well, in Ottawa, they, they have a few places, but I didn't, didn't connect with any right now. It's not because I'm not known, uh, but uh, like uh, didn't happen so far. I got a few guys that in, uh, in the Ottawa area I can actually connect to because we're actually working and uh, giving courses to veterans in uh, in Ottawa. And I got the service personnel that I knew from before that are in Ottawa and fly fish. So we mingle on a regular basis, basically. And we all work in the, within the program, pass on the knowledge to the new uh, veterans. That's great. And that's and that's so important to to pass that on, isn't it? Like, and and I find yes, it is. Fly fishers in general are, uh, I think, a, a sharing bunch. Yes, most of most of them are generous. Yes, they are. Yeah. Like uh, a couple of years ago, I was on the Rescush River. Uh, I was lucky enough to 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 be invited to to fish on the Rescush, and uh, we had uh, two uh, Micmac uh, guide with us. And they were actually generously uh, giving advice and, you know, and showing tricks and everything. So we always learn something new, mm-hmm. especially when, especially with somebody who's know the river or know the, uh, the the sport. They're really looking forward to give you advice and tricks and, you know, it's like uh, being going up the Thunder Bay, for instance, in the Mimeniska Lodge that you spend a few years up there fishing for walleye and Norton pipes with uh, some Americans and Canadians and be the guide up there. And, okay, so we'll go this area. That's what you will be looking for is uh, for, for pike. And then, then the other area, oh, well, we go for walleyes. You know, knowing knowing and passing out your knowledge on certain type of water, it's always good also. Gervais, were you stationed at quite a few different places across the country uh, when you're with the armed forces? Yes, unfortunately, I was actually, yes, uh, like uh, I started in uh, Borden, Ontario back in 1980. Mm-hmm. But before, uh, when I was in the Navy in the 70s, it was uh, East Coast and West Coast, Victoria and Halifax. And I did quite a few things, quite a few fish uh, fishing trips in, uh, in uh, Victoria area. Then in the 80s, uh, I was in Dalkarchi, Quebec, Germany. Gooseville, Labrador, uh, H-Town, New Brunswick, Ottawa, Petawawa, and back to Valkyrie before retirement. You probably know so re- you probably know water across this country better than just about anybody. 
Well, I know some of the some of the waters, but not all the waters because quite a few. There's quite a few places that I would love to be, but it's just the uh, I don't have the time or I don't have the means to go. <laughs> if you were to pick one species uh, of fish that you've targeted uh, throughout your life, what what's your favorite? Uh, I love uh, trout fishing. I would love to go up north in the uh, back like the Yukons or even the north in the Northwest Territories. Uh, like going for trout or or uh, like the uh, salmon, like all the the salmon species of the trout, the salmon, the the sea run trouts and everything. I love those uh, that type of fish. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean I don't like the fish for walleye or bass or pike, but uh, I like to up to be up in north in the northern area because of the immensity. The tranquility and everything, the simplicity of life up there. Less people and bigger fish. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us but, about Labrador. You know, it sounds like you spent some time. Uh, were you were you targeting large brook trout in Labrador? Yeah. Well, Labrador. Yes. We. Uh, I spent three years up there. The only, the only like to be able to target large trout, you have to be like uh, probably forty-five minutes to an hour away from. Uh, Gooseby Labrador, like the, from the main uh, town, because at one point in time it was over close to uh, close to ten thousand Americans up there for after World War Two and uh, right up to nine in the nineties. So it was uh, almost ten thousand Americans permanently in Labrador. So they did lots of fishing around. So and using their 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 electric choppers and everything to go out, they they did lots. <laughs> No, I was going to say, it sounds like they've got the right gentleman running this program, Heroes Mending on the Fly Canada. You've done a, a lot of fly fishing, and uh, thanks so much for everything you're doing and your years of service, and thanks for putting this this program on the map with the, the new name. Uh, anything else you want to get out there before we let you go as far as uh, Heroes Mending on the Fly? Well, we always welcome uh, volunteers. Like, we have volunteers... In BC, we got a couple of volunteers in BC. Uh, Alberta was tried to actually start a couple of gr- uh, groups up there. They, we got people waiting. I don't have any people uh, tires up there to to step up to the plate. You know, whatever volunteers can show up and say oh, I can help, oh, they're welcome because we need people to to teach and help those, uh, especially the young veterans, the new veterans. That's great. And so, as you mentioned before, the best place to probably get a hold of you, um, anybody that would like to help out in any way, shape, or form, would be on Facebook? That's correct, yes. For now, right. because, because of the change, we had to close down our uh, webpage. So the webpage is closed right now until uh, we got the, the, new, the new logos, the new names that are registered and everything. So we've got lots of administration to do, but still. Well, keep up the good work, Gervais. I, I really appreciate you taking the time tonight. Thank you very much. I appreciate it, too. You've been listening to a conversation with Gervais Jeffrey from Heroes Mending on the Fly Canada. Look them up on Facebook. The Fly Fishing 97 podcast is brought to you by theflycrate.com. Thank you for listening to the Fly Fishing 97 podcast. Your feedback matters. Let us know if there's a person or topic you'd like discussed. 
email us at mark at flyfishing97.com. Until next time, tight lines and we'll see you on the water. Thank you.